Hello, and welcome to the podcast Used Up Pens, an interview series about the Landreth family's journey with a son and brother diagnosed with autism, Trent Landreth. Tristan's interview with Megan continues as they discuss the NAET process, although this time with special attention on how Trent reacted to the treatment sessions. Here is your host, Tristan Moore. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Used Up Pens podcast. I'm your host, Tristan. And again, um, we don't have Corey and Andrea, my lovely parents, here. Um, it's just going to be me and the lovely Megan um, on the episode today. So, Megan, you can tell everyone hello. Hello, everyone. Great. Um, so, in the last episode, I think, maybe the last episode, we talked about um, kind of what Megan does and a little bit of her background and things like that. Um, and we mentioned Trent a little bit, but this time we're going to talk a lot about um, when they met, when Megan and Trent met, how their treatments went, things like that. So strap in, everybody. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a good old ride. Um, all right, Megan. So do you remember when Trent first started coming to do Nate treatments with you? I do remember. He was eight. Um, your mom had called and said, "I've heard about Nate from a friend." I actually read that the autism book that Dr. Nambudapod wrote, mm. which is shocking because no one has ever read one of her books in entirety. So I was impressed oh, by that. Yeah. I also was taken aback by the way your mom described Trent, which was he was severely autistic and that he would, just as an example of behavior, would take a toy chest and throw it up to the ceiling and had some aggression mm -hmm. and that his younger brother that he shared a room with was scared yeah. and I thought at the time oh my gosh I hope I can help yeah I could feel the desperation in mm -hmm. her voice and I I just prayed about it and thought well here we go yeah <laughs> and so God is in all my work yeah um it, just in my everyday life also mm -hmm. I just hope that my eyes and my ears and my heart and my hands can be representative of God. So yeah. that is where I was with Trent. Yeah. I remember he came in uh, to my first office and I was a little nervous about, can I touch him? Should I talk to him or should I talk to the parents? Yeah. I wasn't quite sure what to do. Yeah. And as I mentioned before, in the last episode, uh, we used surrogate testing mm -hmm. to figure out what we needed to treat Trent for. And I think if memory serves, I believe he was in town for the weekend. Mm -hmm. And so we did multiple treatments. Yeah. And in the Chinese medicine system that the NAET is based on, um, I alluded to the pathways. And so in the body for the organs and the glands. And so there's a system of, um, there's only a certain amount of work you can do in within a 24-hour period mm. based on those pathways. Mm -hmm. So I remember uh, the first weekend, maybe we did, I think, two treatments, two days. Mm -hmm. And then he came back fairly soon, maybe the next month. Yeah. Um, and so that's how we started. I just yeah. wish was sure to say to both of your parents that if they needed something that I didn't know he needed to please let me know oh yeah yeah that's great 
So what were, um, I feel like now everyone is like so comfortable with you because you've been a part of our family kind of for like a long time. I mean, he's 24 now, so that's, that's a long time. Um, but in the beginning, what were some of the like first few treatments with him like? Well, the first treatments, I don't even know that I necessarily touched Trent. Mm-hmm. Eventually, so I would do the surrogate treatment, which meant it was your dad at first. I think we figured mm. out maybe that would be best. And yeah. then your mom did some, and I know you did, um, which meant that they were touching Trent. And we did put the vials on his body. So yeah. so at, during the treatment, the vials are placed in a pocket or an adult sometimes holds them in their hand. Mm-hmm. And then the acupressure is done. And the vials are held until uh, the time timing of the acupressure is up which Mm. is about 20 minutes so multiple treatments of acupressure and I think maybe the third or fourth month that Trent came I started doing the acupressure on not just your dad or your mom but also on Trent because Mm -hmm. we decided I think he's okay with that and we always asked of course yeah yeah and if he had said no it would have been fine right um so that's how we started and and the building I was in at the time I remember if we felt like he was getting agitated we would take the timer that would tell us when the next acupressure was coming up and walk around the building and oh yeah I do remember that Uh and there was a um window like a a sliding glass window for the cafe that was in the building Mm -hmm. and I remember your mom one day had us all lined up not like formalized, yeah. but playing <laughs> the train game or something. And so Trent was looking into the windows of the cafe, uh, yeah. you know, saying mm-hmm. choo-choo. And it was just, it was it was fun to see kind of the distraction yeah. of this is kind of boring or whatever he mm-hmm. was thinking. I don't know. But right. we knew we needed to kind of extend things out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so cool. Um, perfect. So... So at this point in Trent's life, he was pretty aggressive. Um, do you remember any aggression happening during the treatments? I do remember very specifically when we he was treated for, I don't know if it was beef complex and sugar, but for mm. sure sugar. And he was holding the vials and not too soon after he had those in his pocket, he got up on the massage table and started jumping and my office had ceiling tiles, and he was really agitated, mm-hmm. jumping up there. And then he got down and ran around the massage table like he was running laps. <laughs> and I remember your mom said, this is what it is like if he gets too much sugar. Oh. And what's really interesting sometimes with people that have a craving for sugar is that is their, their bodies really aren't absorbing any sugar and we need our brain needs sugar to work Uh it doesn't have to have cake sugar but yeah right you know fruit sugar for example Mm -hmm. so a lot of people on the spectrum have issues with sugar and it's not getting into the brain cells so the idea of NAET also is to help the body nutritionally to absorb everything and and thereby build the immune system oh so that was the most dramatic I yeah (laughs) yeah I remember um you said they they will often have vials in their pockets or things 
I remember he would think it was so funny to take them out of his pocket and he would think it's a little game. And we're like, no, you need like you actually need to have these in your pocket. I remember he would uh, look at them and put them back. Some people will put them down. Uh huh. And the other thing that was super interesting with him, and it was, I don't, I know it was at my old office, and I don't know how far into treatment, mm-hmm. we realized he could pick his own vials, mm. and your dad said, oh, there's no way, and I said, I think so, but let, why don't we confirm yeah. by testing okay. once he has them, and he was right on, Whoa. so that was super interesting. Yeah, that's so cool. I think, yeah, a lot of things that, it's like Trent will choose we we think that he doesn't care about it but we give him the option anyway a lot of times and sometimes we're like oh yeah like you like that's real like you yeah you really needed that or like you that was something you really wanted which is really cool when he's so perceptive I mean we mm-hmm. all have that ability and I think since his brain is different than ours mm-hmm. he can really perceive something that is not right yeah walking into a room and going uh-oh I, I don't want right. to go in that corner or, oh, this box of vials is really interesting to me, and these are the three or four I want. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Were you ever, this is a little bit different question, but were you ever, um, like, did you ever get scared if something was happening or nervous when Trent was, was getting tested? Or um, I, I know sometimes he would, like, run out of the room, um during testing or he like didn't want to go in during the treatments do you remember anything like that I remember like I said the sugar treatment Mm -hmm. and I also remember one time when we worked with the brain he was really agitated and I think it was the amygdala which is Mm -hmm. you probably know about from Mm -hmm. your work um and that is always concerning because often if the vials are taken away, everything is back to normal mm. because that frequency is out of the immediate, okay. I'm going to just yeah. call it envelope of the person's yeah. field. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and, you know, since I, I felt pretty comfortable with any reactions because I knew your parents were there and I knew mm-hmm. they would say, he needs to go outside. He needs yeah. to walk around. yeah. Yeah, which is great that they were comfortable enough to say that and that you were so open to it. That's, yes. That's really great. Um, for those of the, for those people that don't know, can you talk about the amygdala a little bit? Maybe. <laughs> um, this is what my understanding is. Okay. The amygdala, there's two of them. So mm-hmm. what is the plural? Amygdala. And amygdala. they're like almond. Yeah. Yes. Almond shaped. <laughs> Uh, I guess glands in the body and they have to do partially with fight or flight. I Mm -hmm. think they're also an area along with the hippocampus that Mm -hmm. records everything that happens Mm -hmm. to us. And so especially in somebody that is so perceptive. Yeah. We all have all these loops in our brain of things that everything that's happened to us in our life. Mm -hmm. And so most of those are subconscious. We're not always thinking about them. Yeah. And it's always to me very important when working with any client, especially with someone that's on the spectrum to really watch for, is something being triggered and where do I need to go with this? Do we need to just step back and stop or Mm -hmm. is it okay to keep going? I don't mean pushing through a process where there is trauma, helping it to settle and make it the way I think sometimes about the amygdala is 
we don't want to erase the memories there. Mm-hmm. We want to neutralize them so that it's more like watching a movie versus, mm-hmm. well, a non-traumatic movie. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Neutralizing things so that we're all more comfortable in the world. That's mm-hmm. the goal of m- most of the work I do is how yeah. can we be more comfortable to really be ourselves in the yeah. world? Yeah. That's great. That's so cool. And now a word from our sponsor. Welcome back to the show. Were there any treatments that Trent handled well? Um, And if so, why do you think that? Maybe were there any treatments that he was fine with? I know this may be a question for mom and dad too, because you have to stay away from the thing you get treated for a certain amount of time, correct? Yes. Yeah. I do remember he got treated for metal one time and they had to shove all the seatbelts into the into the seats of the car <laughs> on the way back because you couldn't touch any metal. That's very interesting. I'm glad you brought up the metal because people, mostly adults, really panic when they hear, I can't touch metal. There is more metal than we realize in yeah. the world. And that said, even little tiny children, two-year-olds, we, I swear will gravitate towards metal when they're treated for it. Mm. It's like they want to touch everything metal. Yeah. <laughs> not because they're going against what they've right. been told to avoid. It's kind of like the body is wanting it and, yeah. oh, I can't have it. Right. Well, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, I'm trying. I know that I remember some of the brain treatments. There was some angst. Mm. And yet, as we got past the initial ones there was some calming Mm -hmm. maybe not immediately when he had the vials but we we didn't see as much reaction it was kind Mm -hmm. of like oh this is neutral this is okay yeah and I mentioned b-complex was a slightly agitating treatment but calmed him by the end yeah by the time we finished the you know the last acupressure Mm -hmm. and I know with some of the emotional treatments so I haven't really talked about that there are emotional vials which my understanding are based on the Bach flower essences which is a homeopathic medication used that you could buy at like a health food store okay Dr. Nambudapod made all of her emotions based on those flower essences. Mm. I don't know a lot more about it. Mm-hmm. And it's super interesting to see what comes up with any of us on an emotional realm, and especially with Trent, who may or may not be able to tell us. Yeah. So some yeah. of those emotions were great to identify, I think, for you all as a family, and also just for Trent to go, oh, even yeah. though he may not say it, right. oh, okay, she just said anger or frustration yeah. or powerful Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be a negative yeah yeah that's cool I didn't even know that was an option that's really cool yes perfect I would also just like to note that Megan has um her notes from Trent from the from the treatments right next to her which is super cool um okay so I know one other thing yeah um interesting and I I doubt I wrote it down um but I remember we were I think we would meet at like 8 a.m., 12, 30, and like 5 or something because mm-hmm. treatments were four hours apart. Mm-hmm. And Trent came in one morning with runts for breakfast, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is my kid. I mean, <laughs> I, I really 
don't eat runs yeah. anymore, but I'm like, okay, he's having candy for breakfast. This is awesome. <laughs> I don't think it was our sugar day, but That's it was so great. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You can count on Trent for that. My mom told me the other day we were talking about candy because we all love candy. And my mom was like, man, you really are my kid <laughs> because they both love candy. She's like, we didn't really give you guys an option to not like candy because we both <laughs> love it. I know one other thing that's interesting in my notes. We yeah. treated. So in um, Dr. Nambudapod's son was on the spectrum briefly. I think he had a reaction to a vaccine or something. Mm. I can't remember the story. And she figured out in that process how to work with children on the spectrum and she also realized that most of them reacted had a, a conflict with their own electrical system oh so that is uh-huh whoa super interesting yeah I mentioned that people can have that with each other yeah and I see that I did treat him for himself whoa I don't have a date next to it but on my like my master sheet yeah so if I could figure out when I did that, we could see how was he different after yeah, that. Yeah, that is that's blowing my mind right now. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. I want to get Pretty treated cool. for myself. That's so cool. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that is the the perfect thing to end on. I think. I don't have any more questions for you. Do you have anything else you would like to share? I don't believe so. Okay. Thank you for having me. Perfect. Great. Well, thank yeah. Thank you for being on. Um, and we will see you guys next time on the Used Up Pens podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the Used Up Pens podcast. Today we have one new review. This comes from Thomas Zimbelman, who signed his name at the bottom of his review on uh, Apple Podcasts. He writes, I have a two-year-old that is currently undiagnosed, but we are sure he's autistic. We are just waiting for some formalities to get the diagnosis. I found Trent on TikTok, and he is so amazing. This podcast has been such a help and so great. So many similarities with my son, but so different as well. Thank you so much for these episodes, and please keep up the amazing work. Thank you, Thomas, for that. Uh, we hope that your diagnosis comes back soon, and we're glad that these episodes were able to help you out. As always, if you're looking for uh, artwork or T-shirts or letters or uh, – not letters, but uh, uh, I guess uh, greeting cards. That's what they are. Um, Looking for any of that kind of stuff, uh, you can go on to drawingsbytrent.com where uh, all of that stuff is sold on that website. Um, I always look forward to seeing who uh, has bought what and seeing new people wearing uh, their brand new Trent's, uh, Trent t-shirts and hats and things like that, uh, especially out in public. I think that's awesome to see. Please don't forget to leave a rating and a review if you can. Uh, we would appreciate it. We love hearing from you guys. And as always, thank you for listening.